period. Not ranch, ketchup, <laughs> sweet and sour, bitch, blue cheese. The views expressed on this recording are solely those of the artists, and by no means do we encourage or condone violence against law officials. Uh, it's for you. It's for you. You know, every time I play this intro music, I cut out the part that is my favorite part. It's Why? like, on the count of three, say, fuck the police. One, two, three, <laughs> fuck the police. And, you know, I edited it so we can talk over it. Anyways, welcome fuck to Blue Cheese. Fuck the police. Episode 12. I'm Ebony L. Haynes with my beautiful guest. Aya fucking Brown. Aya fucking Brown. What's up, y'all? You know, this is so fun. I just have I'm to say, blast, I'm right? talking over Dilla to Aya Brown. Taryn's in the room. What up? Tom's in the room. What up? Um, one day we will have the funding to create a vlog Ooh. where people can actually see us. We'll like do some like live streaming events. shit. Yeah, we'll do a Patreon. Ooh, get the <laughs> coins up. I like that. Patreon? Nice. Patreon blue cheese. Stay tuned. Um, so for everybody who's a new listener blue cheese is a podcast where i invite beautiful people to sit with me and just talk and we start our discussion with a prompt that i give them which is give me a song that is your regular Mm go-to or something that you are currently listening to on repeat and miss brown (laughs) chose optimistic the blackness sounds of the blackness this is this is really legendary i really appreciate this pick because i think there are a lot of people listening who think they know but they don't know um i'm gonna play a long clip of it because y'all need to hear it just to give you a little context this is 1991 yeah before i was fucking born before this bitch was born and she's calling (laughs) out optimistic i was really thrilled to see it though and we'll talk a bit a little bit about it but for everyone listening here's optimistic
I had to come in that optimistic. I know everybody drop. Just felt that shit. Too. That's so good. Like that? Tom, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Taryn, you can't see. Yeah, Taryn, Taryn's feeling know, it. I think you liked it. <laughs> Taryn, Can you hear it? Taryn can't hear it. <laughs> Un poquito. Poquito. Shout out to the um, people <clears throat> who want to support Black women. Like, send us money. Yo, facts. And we could get Taryn to hear it. We could get a tripod. Send a girl some money. We do this for the love because I really love doing this, to be honest. I don't give a fuck about the money yet. Not yet. So <laughs> Not yet. Like, Yo, y'all need to pay me <laughs> for this. You won't be tired eventually. Not yet. But I really love this pick. You know what's the best part about this show, Aya? Every fucking guest surprises me to no end with their song pick seriously it's what's, never what's your favorite pick so far my favorite pick that's so hard but i can't say favorite i can't say favorite but my most surprising pick was um alima lee's julius eastman pick this evil nigger track that was so into, <laughs> like i it was so, it's so good that I, it was the one episode that i played the song the whole time right. in the background huh. it was so it was so fire but like Akeem picked this Tony Braxton track that was so B-sides, it was C-sides, you know? <laughs> um, Lakila picked some crazy pop track that was so fun to start with. I mean, it's just something yeah. I'm never expecting. Yeah. But this is Miss Brown's pick. It's my pick, y'all. Yeah. But you mentioned you weren't even born when it I wasn't. Out. I guess, you know, I think music, one thing that I always had a problem with is like when I was younger... There was this white kid, right, that I knew, and he was always, like, trying to make me feel like I wasn't black enough because I didn't know. A white kid was. A white kid was like, yo, you don't know all the words to Biggie Smalls, Juicy? And I was like, honestly, bro, right now, no, I don't. And that doesn't make me feel like I'm not black. I'm black. But just because you feel like I don't know, like, you don't get points over me right now, bro. So I think my relationship to music is never has never really been about like the facts of it all it's just mm. about how it makes me feel because i grew up in a church so it's like i was not introduced to music when by like like putting putting records on and shit like that it was it started with just like emotional mm. you know like just listening to music and watching how it affects people that song i wasn't born when it came out but that's a song that my mom would play a lot um that's a song that i play when i'm feeling like doo-doo caca um, but also when I'm feeling great, you know, like mm. it's that perfect song. And I think where I'm at in my life, that's something, this song I play all the time. It's sure. such a, it was such a great throwback reminder for me when I saw it come through in the text. I was like, oh word, yeah. sounds of blackness. And then <laughs> my brain went to a few things. One was a time in the nineties where gospel music was really trying it was like this one moment of crossover mm -hmm. into pop like the kirk franklin time crazy it was crazy and this and sounds of blackness was that very also much, yeah um and then i was thinking about i was trying to fact check it before you got here but i know it's i it's i didn't find the fact check taryn mm -hmm. if you're listening and able to do that remotely but i'm pretty sure this is the song that played in the last scene or one very like prominent scene of precious oh, where she has one of the um daydream moments where she's with her like light-skinned nigga like she 
what? has like the success. Yeah. Now I gotta watch it. And they're and they're rocking back and forth and they have a baby together. Like you know, you know, she yeah, has those yeah, moments yeah. and they're playing it and it starts with be optimistic and she's so happy. Wow. Um now I'm saying this with confidence, although I did not find it in the soundtrack. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. Anybody, nah, anybody who if does that's your listen, truth, then that's that's, that's the truth. truth. That's I, I mean, that's immediately where I went, and that's the most recent. And then I, and then I was wondering if that's where you'd heard it. To be honest, I was like, nah. oh, maybe the recent I remember, soundtrack. Like, I grew up listening to that song for sure, but I remember like a few years ago, I asked my mom and my dad to send me music, um, just like send me their favorite songs or whatever. My mom sent me that one. Um, my dad sent me a bunch of like older like way older like blues type shit gospel shit but it was just like kind of funny for me like my mom sent me this song why were you what were you doing some like family tree i don't know i mean because music is what brought my parents together Mm. and so i think and music is a big part of my family my aunt is actually like a really big um back in the day she was a big like house music singer so yeah she was a house music singer big house i'm like born into like a big house family my mom you know that like the the asian the asian girl on soul train yeah with the long hair that's my mom i'm lying that's not my mom oh, but that's what I, she gives <laughs> <laughs> that's not my mom fact check me <laughs> no that's not my mom but like honestly growing up i was like yo that's my mom like i thought it, i used to think it was my mom but like that's my mother's vibe, you know. Word. Like she's very tapped in. You saw music. my face when you told me that. Yeah, was your you were mom. gagged. Yeah, I was like, "Get your mom on this podcast." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she would still be able to tell you some crazy shit. You know, my parents met at Paradise Garage, so that's like where this bitch. Comes oh my from, god! You know? What a beautiful couple. Yeah, I guess you know maybe yes, maybe no. Sure. But at the time, I'm sure it was hot and sweaty at the paradise garage oh man the paradise garage is one place uh i wish i could have experienced in person do you know the gallery that existed for a short time in la called paradise garage it was opened by artist couple extraordinaire um penty monican and liz craft Mm -hmm. and and they had some swag and i got a paradise garage sweatshirt and a beanie and I went to the new museum one day and there was this guy named Freddie. Mm-hmm. Is he? Wait, go ahead. Continue. It's okay. He was one of the, he was like a guard. Okay. And he saw my, it says Paradise Garage on my beanie really big. It was like pom pom. Yeah. And he equated it with Paradise Garage in New York. And he was like, you know about Paradise Garage? Like he came with, and he was like, <laughs> I do know about it, but this is about an art gallery. And yeah. he told me this whole history of him at Paradise Garage and what his life was like in New York. So I went back and I gave him a beanie. Yeah, nice. I love that. Your yeah. parents met at Paradise Garage. That's it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, my mom used to tell me. My favorite story that she's ever told me is that, first of all, it was, it was one of those things that just does not exist in New York anymore unless it's like super low key and probably not fun, especially now in COVID. But a party that starts at like, I don't know, 12 and doesn't end till like the next day, like full blown the next day. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, like 10 in the 10 morning. 10 in the morning. So she told me that this guy and he was like, you know, just wearing like a G string, feeling it, sweaty, this black dude. And then at the end of it, finally, they turn the lights off 
and she sees this guy in like full blown like MTA uniform, <gasps> and so she's like, "Why the fuck is this dude from like dr- like a bus driver in here?" And then he and then he comes up to my mom. I was like, "Okay, girl, have a good night. Like, I'll see you." <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh shit, this is the dude with the fucking G string that's been here." And he- about to go drive the fucking B-15 and some oh shit. Oh, my like, God. That's the life. Yeah. That was the life. It's just, like, so many... that, And that's why I think it was so beautiful. It's, like, so many different people. A lot of, you know, like, gay culture and shit like that. And my father, too, being, like, a black cis man. Being a DJ or whatever. But, like, all these different types of people, black people, in this space, not judging each other and just having a good time for that long and, like, yeah. escaping how fucked up shit is, you know? And, like... I think that shit is. Like oh man, so I miss those parties so bad. Bitch, I never fucking been to one. That's why I feel like. Shit I mean, I never time. been to those, but yeah. I I just miss parties. You know, your dad was a DJ, yeah. so it was mine, and my dad also made speakers. What? And his nickname was Shaft, just to give you a, a picture of his vibe. <laughs> he also tailored his own clothes. He was six foot five, and he hated what? the clothes for tall men, so he learned how to sew. Make his own shit. Damn. interesting that <clears throat> when you said your aunt was a house yeah, singer yeah. so first my point of reference was precious then this was my second these are just it's like a rorschach test right like i listen <laughs> to these songs and this is what i think of okay this was the second is it playing oh my volume's is down this is definitely like in the same umbrella i feel like Go Ebony, go Ebony. Yo, we need a camera up in here. I know, we do need a camera. <laughs> Everyone listening. Oh man. It's like shit, like, yeah. That's it's music what I like this. Soul to soul. Yeah, it's soul. It's, 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 there's like gospel, so much gospel influence in these kinds of songs, but also like the the lyrics hit because yeah. they're always so like motivating or like i don't know like this specific type like you can get some shit that's like you know heartbreaking stuff but the ones that are like really like i don't know like positive vibes i need that sometimes yeah. and it's hard to find music like that like it's hard to find like a good all black boy like boy band like a group like soul group now like and i really wish that's that that true. existed because i would love to hear some niggas sing like, like where are the boys, boys to men? men? That's what I'm saying. That doesn't exist anymore. Yo, I listen to Let It Snow <laughs> in the fucking hot summer. Like, yo, I just want to hear like just get some harmony. Yeah, Let's start harmonizing. And I feel like that's you know that kind of music. That's what I get from it most of the time. Or just yeah, like gospel shit. If I don't want it, to, if I don't want to be too spiritual, like it kind of leads into this type of music. But yeah. But your aunt was a house singer. That's crazy. Yeah, my aunt. Do you ever get into house music? Yeah, of course. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm not like it's but then it's again like, you know, I think <clears throat> in the same way it's like my music is so like there are times where it's like I tell people like, no, I don't listen to music because people are always expecting me to talk about what's new mm. or like weird shit, but like music has is just so personal for me. Like I d I've never had a conversation like this, like about music before because it's just like what i have in my diary the soundtrack to my life like you know what i mean so it's just like not music that's in the background always and i think house music is like me and my sister it takes me back to me and my sister being at home my mom's fucking mopping the floor a thousand times with clorox and we're fucking dancing 
Christmas. We're at my grandma's house. I'm getting fucking hot. I'm in a wife beater. Fucking take my wife beater off. I'm fucking sweating, singing fucking Shaka Khan. Like, Shaka Khan was my Beyonce. That's amazing. Like, my, okay, my first fucking concert, I'm rambling, but my first concert ever, um, my mom, my mom is Japanese, so, like, we went to this Shaka Khan concert, I was six years old, in Prospect Park, and I knew every fucking word to, like, every song that she was singing, and my mom was with her best friend, who was also Asian, and we were all just, like, having a good time, but then there's this fucking six-year-old black girl with these two Asian women going hard, and everybody thought that my mom was a lesbian, and that, like, they that she adopted me or some shit, but it's just, like, my mom is a big, big Shaka Khan fan, and so, like, yeah, that was, like, my first, like, diva, you know, like, some people have Diana Ross or, like, Beyonce yeah. or whatever, but I'm obsessed with that lady. I am... 100% with you with yeah. Shaka Khan a little more personal insight since mm-hmm. you're sharing mm-hmm. I have a playlist for my beautiful son yo your kid bro <laughs> no funny shit no bully shit that boy that nigga cute yo that nigga be <laughs> yo that's a I'm telling you when I be seeing these videos I'm like yo this kid has been here before. And you know people say that, but like, nah, your kid, the way, how old is he? He's a year and a half. Okay. The way this man is flipping through pages of a book, <laughs> like the the wrist, the like, he's not flipping through like 10 pages at a time. It's like one page. I'm yeah, looking at he's both so sides. chill. You know what's so funny with those videos? That's my reading, that's my like reading corner when wow. I want to do research and like all of my books are behind me. And then, just recently, he started hopping up there in the morning. He when thinks mom's that's, like getting yeah. ready. He like goes up. Uh, there oh, and it's reads. time for me to do yeah. my stuff. Yeah, love it. But Shaka Khan. So I have a, <coughs> we have a whole like nighttime routine. Nice. And when I give him a bath, I play music. <gasps> so I have a bath time playlist. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan's on it. Oh my god, yo, that little kid is gonna be so fucking cool, man. Music is so important. Yeah, it's very important. You know, when you're talking about house music, I thought about this. I don't know if this is going to be the right spot. That's the thing about house music. You got to fucking find the drop. It takes 10 minutes to fucking get there. You can't listen to it for too long. I know. No, this isn't it. This is the wrong drop. I fucked up. But I also thought about this with your track pick. Do you know this song? No, no pressure. We'll nah, if I don't know it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, shit. Uh. Yo, wow. Yeah, definitely. Me and my girl like we share playlists. This is on it. Doesn't this? It's so crazy that Jade also lends to sounds of blackness. Yeah. This is. Ooh, yo, they're gonna be able to hear this shit, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So good. You could sing, girl. Akeem was here and I was singing Anita Baker into the mic like I knew how to sing. Wait, are we allowed to play Anita Baker? Um, 
yes we are allowed to play did Anita you hear Baker. the fuck she's she's tight as shit dude. they're not giving her i her know shit. i posted about that shit anita so, baker's so my goat to listen, but we're allowed to listen to it we can listen to it okay. here this is about giving anita props we can period put, poo we can put anita on in the background just to give her some love some love right now yeah do it i thought she was gonna run up the verses oh who would be the best who would be a verses with anita i have no fucking idea you know, she's a little bit particular because I feel like she's in her own camp. She is. You know, it's not like a Patti LaBelle, Aretha, Shaka. You mm-hmm. know, she's she created a different sound. Maybe Completely. Sade? Yeah, that's what somebody else said, too. That would be a tight versus. That would be fucking crazy. That would be fucking crazy. People We're Swiss. Swiss Beats. Are you listening? Swiss does it, Yo, right? Swiss, Swiss or Timberland? Who, which, which one of y'all is running it? Yo, no funny shit. You keep us <laughs> on the record. That nigga hit me up trying to buy some shit. <laughs> and I was like, bro, hold on, son. First, I said, was good? This is literally what happened. I said, was good with the verses. And I said, yo, you need to do Missy and Pharrell. Oh, I feel like they God. both from VA, right? They both went to the same fucking high school. They both produce. They both produce bangers. Missy's one of and my top ten producers. And they also have their own shit. Exactly. For real. That's that's, bang, that's that's like a good producer versus. You know what they should do? Have they done a producer versus yet? No. Uh, I think so. Maybe. I don't want to be called. Out I mean, on maybe this. did Swiss and Timberland start it? Like, did they start? Because that's that's what it would have been. You know, right? if they did, I'm sorry to say I didn't pay attention no. to that yet. No but, shade, Swiss. Um, you're doing great. We appreciate you're doing you. amazing, sweetie. Yeah. Sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's play some Anita. Oh yeah, keep this on. I thought she was like, I thought they were like, don't stream her music. You know, that's true. But you can also just like donate to the right places. But um, you don't want to stream it. She wants to kind of take it off all platforms. Maybe she hasn't thought about YouTube, which is where I'm playing this from. But it's true. Let me just check. Taryn, can you do a little um, fact check over there? Yo, fact check. Taryn, putting her (laughs) hair in a ponytail right now. You got a scrunchie? Oh, she got a scrunchie. Because, you know, some of the some of the people do, like, without the scrunchie. And I don't really understand that. How do you fucking do anything after that? You know, she still has some tracks on Spotify. Yes. I mean, I think, I guess, I guess I'm, there must be something up with, like, the lack of legal ability to take it down, right? Otherwise, she would just pull it. But... The call was for her to ask fans to stop streaming it so that she could get her coin. I'm trying to figure out the name of my aunt's song. Well, I can't fucking remember. Tom, this is very gauche, but would you mind helping me out here? Pull it up, pull it up. Watch it up, pull it up. I need a top up. Yo, yeah, make some noise for Tom, y'all. What up, Tom? If y'all sitting at home right now, this is this is dude. This here. is really this really needs a video. Yeah. On this. Thank you, Tom. Yup, Tom. He just pushed his hair behind his ear real quick, <laughs> looking nice. You know what I'm saying? You got a black hoodie on. You got a Yankees cap on. Wow, looking nice. Tom from MySpace on my top five. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Yankees fan? I'm just from New York. Whenever people ask me that, I just say, no, I'm just from New York. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Let me get some. What the fuck is that? 
Yo, Ebony is over here doing fucking <laughs> skin regimens, son. And not inviting nobody else. Yo, this is... Um, <laughs> everyone listening, I have some <laughs> fucked up TMD, also known as TMJ. My jaw is fucked up. I got some, It's basically like the equivalent of arthritis in my jaw. Are you fucking kidding me? And it feels like you are pinching and like when you get a pinch nerve in your back i get that this feeling in my jaw but um it only happened it happened for the first time about three or four years ago and then i got pregnant and it stopped probably because i was so in love with my baby so basically i just like chilled you're gonna have mad babies (laughs) no I mean, babies are great. Love my, I love my baby. I know you do, girl. Um, but no, I'm good. <laughs> so, someone I love and truly respect posted well, some shit on Instagram the other day. Better, Thank you. She was like, "This post makes me consider maybe wanting to have babies," and I just replied, "I was like, uh, don't do it." I was so, oh, oh my god, I met this um powerful black lesbian woman she's like in her 80s a friend of mine was like my friend of mine minya was like yo you gotta fucking meet this woman and just sit down and talk to her mm. i was scared as fuck because she's just like confident ass black woman she has a partner like she's living life like lives in a brownstone in harlem like so i'm like fuck i'm scared to talk to her but she i met her and it was great and we were talking about like People, like girls wanting to have babies she works at the american girl doll store which is like mm. hilarious she works in retail um but she was just like yeah whenever women are like telling me they want to have babies I, I just tell them like i'll give them a doll for free <laughs> no you want a doll you want a baby here buy a doll buy a fucking american girl doll you can change his clothes and get a fucking haircut here like whatever you want to do you know i feel I, I really feel that i respect that and people I don't care if people listening don't agree. It's my podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can turn it off. No shade. Yeah, you can turn it off if you don't like. Or what just I'm mute it. Give us a stream give us at a least. Second. Give us a second. Give us yeah. a stream, but just give me a minute to talk <laughs> to the people considering kids because my problem with child rearing and caring children, especially for Black women, especially I'm Canadian, mm. right? I came here and I was like, y'all don't have health care for me. Like trying to find a doctor to care for me when I was pregnant was fucked up. That's so scary. My birthing experience was fucked up. It was a Stephen King novel. No, 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 no. It was fucked up. And uh, stories of black women feeling like they're not heard is very true. I remember, you know, it was like 36 hours in and i remember just like with my eyes closed talking to my partner as though it was the last time i was going to talk to him that is and nobody uh was there to help me anyways i don't want to get too dark here but i'm just saying there's a lot of shit you don't know what Mm -hmm. happens with your hormones Mm -hmm. what happens with your life you know if you're a career-minded person not that you can't be both you can be but the balance is very hard the money's hard you know why people are on welfare here because there's no break for the working class, the yeah. middle class. Yeah. You have to be uber rich to support a kid or get assistance yep. to get subsidies. Yep. I went to get childcare and they were like, you make too much money. Yep. I'm like, y'all are counting the gross income. Yeah. Why don't you count that after tax income? Because yeah. mama's struggling. They're yeah. like, oh, sorry, we can put you on a wait list. 
That's so fucking I would, weightless bullshit. I would win if I quit my job. It's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I could talk about this all day. Birthing birthing experience was fuck, fucking crazy. I'm so sorry, Ebony. That's okay. That. But I mean, when people talk about wanting to have kids, I embr- like encourage that shit yeah, if you want it. But you need to talk more about it. I had like postpartum anxiety. Mm. I didn't even know what that was. I'd never had anxiety before in my life, so I didn't understand the signs. And I took my baby to a doctor's appointment. I think the second one, he was like less than a month old. And leaving the house was like making me so anxious, but I didn't mm-hmm. have that word anxious. Yeah. I was like, okay, we have to leave the house. I have to check my email, but I have to call the doctor before we got to cut it. We didn't have a car either at the time. I'm like, we need an Uber. How do you have the baby in Uber? Is it too hot? Is he too cold? I'm not breastfeeding properly. Is he hungry? He's going to start crying. Yeah, Can we pull over? Yeah, you have all these like... It was fucking crazy and then i was at the pediatrician at the doctor's appointment and the pediatrician looked at me and she was just like girl you good (laughs) she's legit from staten island she's the best yeah she was just like you should just have a glass of wine later and i was like no my breast milk and i can't do this and then i have to i'm not really on maternity leave i have to work i was i was rambling like fucking crazy she was like like, girl just enjoy your baby if you want a glass of wine she was just talking with she's like you want a glass of wine girl that voice that asmr shit that's all good baby have a glass of wine give that baby some formula don't fuck with the breast milk who gives a fuck i was like yes bitch thank you for making me feel sane because it's so crazy my best friend had a baby and she went through a lot of crazy shit too she lost her mom like it was Mm. fucking hectic and she definitely like is going through shit that's like like she's had a baby but then also dealing with like other you have other shit you your life doesn't stop whenever i see her like not even going through it i don't even consider it that it's just like she's a fucking human being yo like she's a mom and she's a great mom but like what she needs to do to support herself as a human outside of being a mother still needs to happen you Mm. know like you can't just I mean, yeah, it's it's not easy. It's not yeah. easy. And like to expect that everything <coughs> slows down or helps you because you're pregnant, mm-hmm. it doesn't. No. Babies are beautiful. My baby's the cutest fucking baby in That's the world. Um, I should bless y'all with more babies, but I won't. <laughs> and Sorry. I will enjoy the beauty that is Haynes. Also, I also gave him my last name because I was like, you're going to be called Haynes because I want me on you. What's his first name? Haynes. His, His first, first name, name is Haynes. Haynes. That's Hot. my last name, yeah. Yo, come on. Stop playing with me, son. <laughs> Yo, Haynes, what up? Oh, it's so cute. You think kids are in your life? Girl, you talking to me? <laughs> you have to, <laughs> you have to somebody else in here. I don't know who she's talking to. She's talking to you, Tom? Well. Uh, maybe, yeah, no. What we can do, let me just, do you know, you know what I haven't done on this pod yet, which I would like to do with you right now? Oh, shit. She about to pop my cherry, y'all. She about to do some shit. It's true. Nobody really asks, which is cool. I almost feel like eventually I'll be interviewed about this podcast because my guests are so fire. Mm -hmm. It'll take like another dozen and then someone will be like, tell us about blue cheese. you know. (laughs) And I'm just going to do it here today. What's up? You're making me nervous. No, no, no. I'm just going to play the sound that the song that made it all happen. Oh, shit. Um, do you know the song Blue Cheese? Are you no. familiar? Good. Even better. Stop. What is it? It's a song by the UMCs. What the fuck? Uh, she about to put me on. I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to. You don't know this oh, song. Taryn's fact checking no, over there. <laughs> okay. Might have to skip through. Because this is when music videos had 
wild intro. Used to be bumping this, Evan? No. I actually wasn't bumping it, but when I was working in a record store mm-hmm. and um, started, you know, similar to what I do now, which is deal, I'm a dealer in art. Mm-hmm. I had a moment where I was understood dealing in vinyl, mm-hmm. which included prioritizing first pressings mm. over the re-release. Yeah. So this record label, Wild Pitch, was super legit and old and didn't produce much but they produced this album and the blue and blue cheese and i remember getting an original pressing in and everybody was going crazy for it wow and i mean i definitely had heard this song already in the jam yeah um this was like in the backpacker jam which i was a part of <laughs> girl i was like backpacker with with like crink in my backpack oh my i thought God. i was so down you are you fucking kidding me <laughs> That picture of your fucking uh, bedroom, I was like, oh nah, man, that I wish was I so was me. Your friend. Um, and and one so one of the MCs from this group, mm-hmm. there's an interview I always remember where he was like, why is it called Blue Cheese? You know, it was such a hit at yeah. the time, and he was so cocky, and he was just like, because why the fuck not? He's like, if it sound good, I'll call whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> so I was like, this podcast called Blue Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Period. Not ranch, ketchup, <laughs> sweet and sour, bitch, blue cheese. Check it. Check. Check, check your Ms. shit. Brown. Check your shit right now. You feel me? Motherfucking. No. Yeah. All dairy. All that shit. All dairy. All dairy. Cow milk. Goats and shit. Homo. Yeah. <laughs> Big homo. <laughs> but straight up, I hate blue cheese, though, for real. Damn. No. <laughs> She don't even like the I blue don't even cheese. like blue cheese. I think you ranch a blue cheese on your hot wings. Ranch. Damn, I'm a blue cheese girl. I can't. You know, I also had a, a wing tasting club when I was Yo, in what college. What the fuck is wrong with you? Man? I fuck. I don't know. We drove around, can't like parts of Ontario where I'm you from, Toronto and sus. New York. <laughs> like that. Like I mean that in a good way. Like you've done so much shit. I don't know. No art dealer. <laughs> That is this us. Yeah, I want to pull up. I wish I could pull up. We had a, I have a picture of the score. We made a scorecard of how we would um, rate the, the wings. Uh, and one of them was like Swayze Flavy. <laughs> <laughs> but we went, the first stop was we went to Buffalo where Buffalo wings were invented. Yeah. We drove there in two cars of people from Toronto. Y'all were serious. Yes. And we had our scorecard and we ordered all of the wings and we like all we did this probably a couple dozen times. Shout out my original wing tasting club. <laughs> 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 what are they doing right now? Um, fucking wings? One Shit. of them is, you know, most of most of them are music peeps. One of them, I'm not actually sure what they're doing full time. That sounds so sad to say, but one of them is a dear friend. Um, who's a mother to a beautiful two-year-old and works in education. Mm. And the other ones are homies who I'm close enough with, but don't know what their nine-to-five is. Yeah, You know, there's another life. Yeah. I've had about 17 lives, if See. I'm keeping it real. But yeah, at a wing tasting club. And I would always get ranch, but never really use it until it was close to the end, because I didn't want it to taint yeah, okay. the flavor you're doing, it's like a yeah you're doing the test yeah also i f- i see a window here to mention my favorite shady character in relation to wings rick ross 
<laughs> With his fucking Wingstop bullshit. Get the fuck out of here, Rick Ross. Yo, I don't know, man. I've had a couple glasses of wine, so I'm just happy to bring him up again. I usually Yo, have a I usually girl, have a more direct line. And it's really confusing because I don't fucking look like Rick Ross. Does anything about me resemble no <laughs> Rick fucking Ross? <sighs> <laughs> like, do I sound out of breath? Yo, that was the best Rick <laughs> Ross impression I've ever fucking heard. Seriously. Like, what? But she like him. She like she like him like that. Oh shit! Yo, what year was this? What year did this come out? Um, fact check, fact check. I want to say I'm gonna guess. I'm guessing 20, 2007. 2007. Every day I'm hustling. That's what One, I'm two, saying. One, two, three, go. Taryn, look it up. Give us the thumbs up or thumb down if I'm right. I'm trying to think about what the fuck I was doing. This is pre Obama. Pre Obama. Just pre Obama. Damn. Yeah, I was definitely in my bag in fucking middle school. You when know, this I, came out. what I hate is like, I feel this nigga has some hits, right? Like, I get mm-hmm. it. But he's such a fraud. I can't give him a pass. Yeah. I won't talk about it. You know what? I promised myself I would give a bigger break between hating on Rick Ross. So let's not bring it there. You've been talking about how you hate him already? Yes. Okay. I don't hate him. Hate's a strong word. Yeah. I don't know him. I don't know he's that nigga. He's not really sure. What it's I don't not, like yeah. is. The f- he's a fraud. Yeah, that's what I don't like, and he gets a pass. And from rappers that I a big I rate, pass. a big pass. Nigga, you were a jail. Look, look, I you were up. <laughs> that's where we'll end it. Ebony won't go on another Rick Ross nope. rant. Next time somebody say anything about Rick Ross, Ebony, you just got to be like, Nah, I'm good. He's a op. He's Next. a op. He's just a op. And I remember this line from one of my favorite MCs, Pusha, and he was like, Um. You know, a rate Rick Ross because the message is pure. I'm like, <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. What? You rate Rick Ross because the message is pure. No, it's not. It's not pure. Anyways, how fun is it to talk about music? You know what's so great about this pod? Mm. Y'all want to talk to these artists about things they create, but you don't think about what inspires those yeah. creations. I just now I can't stop thinking about you playing Sounds of Blackness in your studio. Yeah, it's it gets very weird. People, I'm sure people think that I play, sometimes I'm playing the same song over and over. Yeah. I don't, there might Something be a Something by Mary J. Blige. Wow, you really want to take it there. Don't <laughs> give me, don't fucking get, yo, if you called me right now, my fucking, you know, my ringtone is a Mary J. Blige song. Can I guess which one? Seriously, everyone listening, I don't know which one, just for the record, oh, right? Let me Fuck. try and guess which one. Oh boy, now I feel the pressure because I put this on myself. <laughs> yeah, nobody told you to do this. Is your ringtone? No. no. This is this is good, but it's too like if I'm in a fucking meeting and that happens, it's too much. They're like, what the fuck? Like, you know, that's right. too much. Okay. It's a little bit more. Chill. Okay, can I ask you this question? Because I feel like it's from the My Life album. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Thank you. I knew I was right with that album. I can give you another clue. Okay. Is there a feature on the song? No, but strong sample throughout the song. The sample is basically the song. Oh, um, it's so easy. <laughs> well, I mean, this all of this album is sampled. This is a sample. But album, this song but is like literally the whole 
there's no change in the in the whole track. It, like the song is the sample, but she just got her own shit. It's a legendary. Okay, okay. Let me just MJV. Um, Mary Jizzle with the Bizzle, Mary Jane Blige. That whole song is remade. That's a whole... Yeah, okay. but um, she got her own words to this one. This one? Yo, Ebony, I'm getting mad at you now. <laughs> yo, somebody... Yo, delete her. I'm calling Rick Ross. <sighs> Fraud! No. <laughs> it's my Wait. life. Oh, my life. It's my life. You know, I skipped over that. I did skip over Be it. Be Happy is a classic. This one is stupid. What? Mary is just so... Woo! You shitting me? Did you ever watch Oprah? Mm, I did, but like another thing is, I feel like Oprah wasn't on like regular regular cable, was it? I don't remember because I didn't really watch it either. But I I lived with somebody, one of my roommates in Toronto mm-hmm. had the like DVD box yeah, yeah, set yeah, yeah, or some yeah. shit, right? And there was something with Mary on it, <clears throat> and this was post like cocaine addiction. She was like coming back into her self album and she was married to that nigga who she's no longer married to fuck him fuck him for real yo he's so corny he's so fucking corny but she was on this vibe of like um trying to do better with myself Mm -hmm. and she was on oprah and i remember her i almost remember this moment i was so proud to be a fan because she was trying not to even shade oprah you know she's so shady in her interviews yeah but i felt like she was trying to hold back her like Blige-isms with Oprah and and she was deferring to the fact that she'd found love and was trying to skirt Oprah Mm -hmm. around these questions of addiction Mm -hmm. and shit like to not make it about Mm -hmm. that. I was like, oh, Mary, you're so strong. She does that shit and she does it really well. I think there was another interview This fucking, she was in London and this is when she was fucking with, it was another group signed up. Jodeci. Jodeci, yeah. Yeah, she was fucking with, what's his name? Um, Don't tell me. Uh, I don't know his fucking name. Casey and Jojo. Yeah, 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 I think it was Jojo. Casey. 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 I think Casey. It was Casey. She's fucking with this dude and he wasn't jacking her. Basically, like the day before he announced or like a week before he was on the same show and was like, I'm single. I'm not getting married. And then, but he was all up on MJB's ass. And then when she, they, first of all, I think they like the played, they played the fucking um, video or some shit and like wanted her to respond to it like yo you guys are fucking assholes like yeah that's the first time she heard about it you're doing it on live television and also like fuck you like, yeah and the woman was like so we heard that he's not getting mad like bitch what the fuck like what do you expect me to say I to know. this right now you know that's i really I- rated mm-hmm. her for especially when she got you know more sales mm-hmm. um and snaps mm-hmm. for whatever people consider snaps mm-hmm. And she would just like rock her sunglasses in the interview oh, yeah. and then just like cockeye and just get up and fucking walk yeah. off. She was over it. She was over it. She was over it. And that's why I think too is that like she was doing, she had hits, but she was clearly going through so much shit. But I think like her music and stuff like that really helped her. Get, it's the same kind of thing as like, like Lauren Hill. Like, you mm. know, like they talking about shit that's like what you really want to talk about. And like, fucked up shit too like even like her later albums that i'm sure people don't really be tapped into the way i am like she's talking about a lot of her shit 
that she's going through when it comes to that the dude she left. Like, yo, fuck him, bro. I know. You could tell, too, because now Mary is so glowed up. Like, the lace fronts, everything is just, like, <laughs> on point. You know, like yo, she, she looks, looks like so she's in her twenties. Yo, she looks so good right now. She looks so good. And so, I think about when she was married to this motherfucker. Yeah, so it's not that she wasn't looking good, but oh, it was a whole Tom. different vibe. If you look up a picture of Mary when she was with this dude, she, that's when she had the bob. Yeah, the she bob, had the mushroom. Mary. So she was wearing like the church, the all white church with the pantsuit with the kimono like sleeve, like that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Mary is currently wearing poom poom shorts in her house <laughs> and ha- and boots, in New Jersey and right boots now. Boots up to her thighs. Boots up to her thighs. She got a um, Gucci scarf on. <laughs> the boots is the Gucci boots with the um, with the road stomper at Who the top. Would, yo, the road stomper. Don't play with Mary, yo. How many steps is Mary taking when she do her little hot dance? What do you think? That hot dance is so good. I wish. Do you did you ever watch the BET Music Awards? Yeah. You know, they have the like homage to one oh. person and everyone and like the Mary one. I mean, I'm waiting for that. I wait. I want someone to do the Mary dance. Oh, hell yeah. You know who would really probably body it? I feel like Tiana Taylor is really mm. good at bodying women from that that like time. When it comes to like just like body like movements yeah. and stuff like that, she's really good with like embodying shit. Like her little Kim energy is like to the T. I think somebody she somebody wanted her. I think it's Diane Wal Diane Wal Wal I can't say her last name right now. Warwick. Uh, Diane Warwick. Warwick. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's going to play she, Dion. Yeah. Dion. 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 Dion Warwick. Dion, 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 Dion yeah. wants Tiana to play her. Like yeah. that's who she wants. Which yeah. Because they very funny. There's like a resemblance. Um, yeah. Tiana's great. Tiana is her. great. Me too. She's so underrated and deserves so much more. I agree. I hate that shit. There's so many. She's so Harlem. Like, I don't know. I could be fucked up right now, but like Harlem R&B girl, I don't, I can't. It's not coming to me right now. Um, Ever. Of course there is. But like, she just is so Harlem. Now, I'm not sure. Taryn, get your Google fingers ready. Is this person <laughs> Harlem? Because I feel like she is, but I'm really not sure. Who, who is this again? Who is this again? Lumidi. Just look up uh oh girl. Just look up uh oh. No Beyonce. Lumidi. Look up up oh uh oh no Beyonce. Honestly. Yo, when this shit came yeah, out. Yeah, East Harlem. East Harlem. But is this her only banger? It's her only banger. But it was a good one. It was a good this banger. This was a summertime. This was an icy in a cup. When they when they had the paper cups, they didn't even oh, do the yeah. paper cups no more. And it was just fucking spilling out the bottom. This is velour sweatsuits with the shorts. Baby fat. Baby fat. Gucci. Fucking everything. Triple five soul. Woo! Triple five has- soul. Kango. <laughs> wow. Sean fucking John. Sean John. You know what? You know what this song reminds me of? Um, the time I was in New York, my cousin, so I don't have any family here, but I have a cousin through my sister. Mm-hmm. She's my sister's sister. We have different moms, but mm-hmm. I, like, she's my sister. So my cousin is really through my sister. Anyways, my cousin, Karen, moved here when she was a teenager from Trinidad. Oh, she shit. She opened her own barbershop close to what? Hoyt Shimmerhorn. Yeah. On Bond Street called Kay's Cuts. 
Shout out Karen. Karen also is an iconic Caribbean name. It is, a, it is an iconic. I have Auntie Karen, Auntie Karen, Cousin Karen, Karen. Cousin Karen. Ooh, Karen. Karen. <laughs> and we came to visit Karen for mm-hmm. um, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. You know, they, is that when they have like the African yeah, 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 Fest a, a by band? Atlantic? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we came two years in a row. The first year we came, though, um, I was mad young. I like didn't know what I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm in New York, you know. <laughs> and I heard this song kind of bumping in people's cars or whatever. And I got took at a like card at a like what is it like the card game find the uh-huh, find uh-huh. the spades whatever so yeah. what is that called i don't know but Slight i know i know what you're talking, you know about, talking yeah, about when they're like giving you money whatever blah blah, blah and, and then they had the plant so like you see someone else do it and you mm-hmm. you see it too and they're easy and so it's just like this one they're like oh she <clears> got it i was like i could do that yeah my sister was busy with my cousin they were doing grown folk things and i gave this nigga my money Wow, twice <laughs> I, I lost like 80 dollars my sister was so pissed at me that's what the song reminds me of damn that's I got, not good i got got and then my sister i went in the store to get my sister to be like oh no oh no and i came out and they were gone the whole thing the table was gone the people were gone i, yeah. I was totally the mark i wasn't i was the mark in New they York. used to do that i used to hear back in the day they used to do that shit like all down like west forth and shit like that that is so crazy. I'm so sorry. That's okay. But Yo, everybody hit um Ebony on a Venmo so she can get that eighty dollars. Yo, back. can we just like <laughs> repay my ignorance? <laughs> I'm here. I'm playing you, Lumidi. What's Lumidi yeah. up to? Man, I used to wanna be I used to wanna work for a record label so bad. What are those record labels doing now? Not what very much. Do? I wanted to be A and R. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you doing that. That's what I thought I was going to do with my life, to be honest. I was a street team at one time. I was like wheat pasting wow. signs on telephone poles. It was like the it was like the get it was like the version of the art gallery intern, but less glamorous because yeah, like, nobody Yo, even wants you in the office. They're like, here, you, go outside, get that shopping cart with them flyers. Here's your paintbrush. I was like, OK, great. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, my God, Ebony. Write a book. Anyways, here I am now sitting with one of my top <laughs> artists. You're a ta- you're an artist. How does Girl, that feel? It's fucking weird. Don't even say that. Shit. We don't have to delve into it as uh, any more than you feel comfortable. I mean, but it's not it's not that. I think that um, I also was working at a gallery for a little while. True. I think that's and when I met you. Yep, that's when you met me, and it's crazy. I think this, like, before <clears throat> I started at the gallery, I went to Cooper Union. Fuck Cooper. Don't edit that. Keep that <laughs> shit in there. Fuck that bum ass fucking school. Y'all motherfuckers is racist. Fuck Cooper, you ugly, stupid. Nah. <laughs> Abby to the motherfucking schedule, bitch. Nah, but. Alum. Where's the Cooper alum yeah, group I mean, I over here? I don't even want that. I don't even want that shit, honestly. But Cooper, Pooper is just not the vibe. I guess my, my whole thing with that was I was going through shit life i'm a fucking adult that's the thing i think people don't realize or like there's like all this pressure put on to like young folks to go to school and not that you shouldn't but like <clears throat> i think a school like cooper the pressure that there is when it comes to just like being an artist and like coming out of high school and coming from a place where i come from where it's like i didn't grow up fucking learning art history i fucking know how to draw because i was in a crib fucking 
in the house trying to draw, doing fucking graffiti, like shit like that. Like not because I knew who the fuck Pablo motherfucking Picasso is. Who the fuck is that? Honestly, like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I know who fucking Missy Elliott is. You asked me what my favorite artist was in middle school. I'm thinking about a musician, you know, mm. or like a music artist. I'm not mm. thinking about like any, like anybody, mm. you know? So I didn't even know that that exists or what that language is, you know, like gallery. What the fuck is that for? Like, yeah. I don't know. So then when I got to Cooper, that's where I'm at. I got in with my GED too. And they accepted me without seeing my scores because my scores mm. came in mad late. So when I got there, I'm in this school where, like, there's nothing set up for somebody like me who has certain, like, learning disabilities or, like, isn't at the same level as everyone else. But they accepted me. And I think that's their responsibility, too, at that point, that, like, you can't just expect me to be at the same level as everyone else when you know that you accepted me without even looking at what how i am academically word yeah. like that's fucked up yeah and <clears throat> i think that they don't do enough like of that work when it comes to a lot of like the black kids there there are some black kids there that are have been who have grown up learning about all this shit you know and they fucking soar and they ex- excel i have a homegirl she's from the fucking bronx her mother's from Ghana. She went to fucking public school. Her te- her teachers told her not to apply to Cooper because she wasn't going to get in. She got in, and the same shit that happened to me happened to her because she doesn't come from this, like, world where, like, we need a certain type of support. We do. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, I was, like, not going to class because I had to fucking find ways to make bread because I'm an adult, and that was not good. Um, and then... Basically, I got called into the fucking dean's office. If I could remember this dude's name, I would totally say his name. Say his <laughs> but I can't I would remember encourage his name. It. But basically, he sat me down and he was like, what's going on? Like, what's what's really going on? And I'm like, first of all, you're not my fucking... In my mind, I'm like, you're not my therapist. Why does something have to be wrong with me? Like, why are you asking me this? I'm not thinking about race. I'm not thinking about anything. I just feel like, why do you expect something to be wrong with me? Um, it's just... I have like issues with how you guys run the school. There's not something wrong with my personal life. And then I said nothing. And then after that, he says, come on, like, tell me, like, what's up? Like, I know, like, it's difficult here. My best friend was black. He also went to Cooper. Then I literally looked at this man. I was like, yo, I can't talk to you. And I just left. Because you, I said nothing about the color of my fucking skin, and you now think that the issue is of, like, that's what my issue is automatically. The issue is actually the fact that you guys just don't have systems in place to support kids who have, who come from where I come from. Yeah. Whether or not I'm fucking black, white, whatever, like, I don't have the same fucking educational background as all these other people. Like, what the fuck? Fuck them. Left that shit. Um, It's funny, because, like, uh, Last year when shit started popping off for me, they fucking hit me up on Instagram. Somebody who probably didn't even know, some fucking like intern type of person probably was like, hey, we really love for you to do a talk and da 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 da. And I literally <laughs> responded like, y'all know y'all fucking like tried to kick me out of the school and I fucking left. Like, and Don't she hit was me like, up. oh my God, like I'm so sorry. And I was like, yeah, Elizabeth, like whatever <laughs> her fucking name was. But then, but then after that, I went, um, I met Marquita Flowers. Shout yeah. out to my mom. Shout out Marquita. Marquita interviewed me at Grand Street, um, where the gallery, the second gallery was. Mm-hmm. And I walked in. Taylor was there. Taylor Travulus. Shout out Taylor. Taylor the God. And 
the whole time I'm like telling them this story. Like I'm not doing shit in my life, but I went to this school and like this is where I'm at. Fuck f- institutions. Fuck this. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Just cursing up a storm. A week later, they're like, "You're hired." Yeah. Because and like the one thing they both told me is like, "You are the only person who cursed so much." And <laughs> we, we wanted to hire like you. we need that. Yeah, we in need that this energy. Gallery. And so after that, shit really just like took off, and I learned a lot about how things work. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has been a blessing for me to be able to to know that language. Um, and to learn it that way like Mm -hmm. that's that's the best way for me to learn Mm is like Mm hands-on is to be inside of it just like where I come from like that's not nobody's like I don't have to read some shit and like go in and take a test on it it's like no go do this because this is why we need it or whatever the fuck did that started to do really good got promoted by the end of it I was head of events there so it was like I know I remember getting an email from you oh yeah what the fuck do organizing I want from you? some shit some i don't bullshit. it doesn't matter but i was like oh bet whatever you want girl <laughs> that's cool you know yeah i mean that's such a great i mean not a great story yeah. in the struggle part but yeah. the triumph part yeah. of it you know and i think it's really important if even just one person listening feels like their black or brown body is not mm-hmm. supported in something they're interested in to know that there is an outlet for yeah. you i really yeah. i'm i've become uh blindly passionate about it mm-hmm. my grad school experience was traumatizing yeah same I'm thing sure. my fucking institution reached out to me later and was like oh we love you we to do this and i was like yo fuck you fuck. let me let me hold the microphone like this <laughs> fuck you <laughs> because the only time they reached out to me was after the new york times published some shit yo, and i hope you all are listening but you know what I did though, just for me personally, yeah. I made it about the students and made sure they paid me to yep. speak to o- yeah. black students yeah. about the experience. Yeah. And it was just fucked up to hear the same shit was happening. Like, it's not supportive enough for black and brown bodies in mm-hmm. the art world. Mm-hmm. In the professional side, yeah. I also didn't have art background. Yeah. I didn't take an art history class my yeah. whole life. Yeah, I still haven't. Yeah, and to like want to embrace us or mm-hmm. some shit and not provide support for that embrace and then expect you to pick up it the just, slack. They're it like, feels like, Oh, it, you're in. Yeah. You're, you it, got it, in. It, Aren't you glad yeah. you got in? That's yo, my fucking first day, second day of drawing class. And y'all know I love to draw. That's my shit. That's, That's shit. my vibe. So I'll pull up a fucking 10 minutes late. I live in fucking crown Heights. The train is the fucking train. The MTA be bullshitting. We love the MTA workers, but still like that should be walling. Yeah. I get there like 10 minutes, like second class. And I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. At the end of fucking class, this dude is like, can I talk to you for a second? Like, let's go to my office. Get in the office. He's like, look, I just want you to know, like, why are you here? Tell me why. Tell me why are you here? Nigga, I don't have to fucking do that. You've already accepted me, bro. You know why the fuck I'm here. You know why I'm here. Because I got in. Why the fuck do I have to explain to you this day two, bro, of me being in school? This is insane. Like, and I didn't realize it until after how this was so fucked up. Like, and so then after that, I was like, I want to be here because I want to be an artist. Like, that's what I want to do. And then this motherfucker was like, well, I saw your home test and like I was really rooting for you. Like, like basically like you you're here because of me. No, like you. That's my fucking second week of school. Like that's how I'm supposed to move now. I'm supposed to be fucking grateful that I'm here. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Everybody gets into that school because they're the shit. 
Like, period. Yo. Everybody who gets into that school is a shit, period. Like, I don't care. Like, everyone who gets into that fucking school is extremely talented. And, like, that's it. Or has something that you guys see. And don't make it seem like I need to be grateful for for having that shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. You didn't help me. You don't know me. It makes me so angry. I'm 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 clutching my jaw right now because <laughs> it's actually, I feel like I'm clenching. But that phrase, I, I try and tell my students, like, y'all don't have to be grateful to be at the fucking table. Yeah. It, Hell you, no. You don't need to, like, they make you feel that way. Yeah. And... I hope to be so transparent to as much as I can be, whether anybody wants it or not, yeah. to know that people who have been doing it for a decade still have to fight that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the most I can do for y'all is tell you, we're grateful to have yeah. you here. Yeah, You don't have to put up with any bullshit just because you got a ticket to the party. That's that's, that's not yeah. en- that's not enough. That's yeah. not it. That's yeah. not the end of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me really, it's so disheartening. It's just you know? weird. It's really like, it's just so. It was so weird. But now, it's crazy because I do would come to the gallery all the time to look at shows and be in my face. Um, yeah, they love you. He was a great. He's a great professor. Like he was great. He taught me a lot of different things about technique that I didn't know, and I appreciated that. Um, I shitted on everybody in that class. I don't mean to be an asshole, but like that's what happened. And then it's just it's just so wild, like how things have turned around for me. And it's like, yo, like these people are like were so fucked up to me, and probably didn't realize it. I even had a student. One of my last straws was this girl. I had a critique, and it's a fucking bunch of white people in the room. And it's like, yo, I don't want to fucking talk to you guys about the shit that I just made. One, because it's not for you, but two, it's just, like, so weird talking about this black-ass shit, and it's just literally only white people here, and I didn't come here to be a teacher. I don't want to be a teacher. I want to be a fucking artist. I want to learn how to make shit. I didn't come here to be to start educating people. If I wanted to do that, I would have did that shit at, like, City College. Like, what the fuck? And so they don't understand it. The room is always silent. Then I, okay, fine. This is what this no, is. the silence. And then it's like... Then I was like, but honestly, like, I'm not expecting you guys to really say anything because it's really not for you. And then this bitch was like, so if it's not for us, then, like, why are you even here? And I was like, yo. Bitch, I'll be outside if you want. That's what I was like. Yo, it was so hard for me because where I come from, like, that's 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 fucking fighting words. That's bitch. Like, fighting words. I was like, yo, what are you talking about right now? Like, and I literally just got up because I knew I couldn't show my ass because I'm in this space. Right. And I just like started crying in the bathroom and I was like, yo, I got a dip. And I just like came back after like an hour of being in the bathroom, took all my shit down, put it in my studio and just left and like did not come back to that class. Oh, wow. Later, later, like the semester had been over and the prof- that professor finally saw me. I was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, what do you mean, bro? Like, that's the time for you to fucking step in and say some shit. Like, for real. You're you're the one you're not you're not supposed to like we're in a crit, you know, like you're not supposed to tell people what they can and can't say, but you're supposed to be there, like guide the conversation in a way or just support me growing. You know, I'm presenting my fucking work and you just allowed somebody to question why I'm in this space. Yeah. And you didn't say anything. That shit is that that's, I'm so thankful for you sharing that shit. And I hope that we, we, Mm -hmm. not just you and I, but black people in the art world can create more opportunities to share that shit because any, 
black artist listening who feels alienated in mm-hmm. those moments like that silence in the classroom is fucking, is fucking traumatizing it's so scary you know i was so new to art and had never like i had never taken an art class so for me it was all new i'm in grad school i got taken in on the strength of my you probably like thought that shit was supposed to happen yeah i was like what's up y'all welcome to art school <laughs> i got in i can't believe i got into yeah. this shit i was like fu- i lived in south america yeah. before and was just like fucking around yeah. and fucking off and then i <laughs> lo- ran out of money i was like oh let me go write about art yeah and i was the only black student mm. there were no black professors mm. who were who were not there was like associate professors in the undergrad but none in the grad program mm-hmm. who could be my advisor mm-hmm. and i was so new to the art world that i just discovered fred wilson wow. in like reading an article that's how it happens though. that's how it happens yeah. right that was my new yeah. shit and I was so enamored. I was like, oh, shit. This yeah. nigga mined the museum. He yeah. fucking went in there. I was like, y'all see this shit? Yeah. And I did a presentation in a seminar class. And everyone was silent. Meanwhile, every other presentation had half an hour of discussion. We had to cut it short to make sure we had time for the next presentation. I didn't have a single question from not only my peers in the what class the or the professor. That? And I'm thankful, I, I'm proud of myself now in hindsight, having the balls to, I, I let the other classmates start his presentation, mm-hmm. but I interrupted him. And I was like, yo, I'm sorry. I, I just had a minute to think about this. You have to stop. Why did no one have any questions for me? Yeah. Like yeah. I spent four weeks doing this thing, looking into, like for me, this is exciting. This yeah. is a graduate, yeah. a graduate seminar. Yeah. You know what this fucking teacher no, said? No, 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 no. Yo, drop some like Nicki Minaj bombs right now. What, what the what fuck did this I, bitch ass fucking yo Nicki Minaj? Yo, it's the Minaj. She don't even. I'm sound playing like the that. wrong. I'm playing the wrong Nicki song, but I want this verse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go on, go on. Where's Nicki? She's in the end. Oh shit. Tell us what happened. Uh, I'll eat you. Um, what this teacher, this professor said to me in this class with no other people of color, the professor was a white woman. And I interrupted everyone. I was like, yo, why? Like, no one had anything to say about this presentation. I was really excited. Yeah. You know what she said to me? No, 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 no. You know, you come. So I came from an undergrad school that was considered the, like, Ivy of Canada. We don't have Ivy schools. Yeah. But I didn't study art. I studied music and anthropology. And she was equating me to this, like, kind of way to study that was more astute or learned or some bullshit with my dyslexia like nobody cared about that shit they don't want to talk about what i had to overcome to get there but they're like you are more prepared these are artists yeah we weren't we we weren't prepared for your it's like you presented it too succinctly you didn't leave room for questions next time maybe leave it a bit more broad and i was like more broad I just discovered this nigga four fucking weeks ago. Yeah. Y'all need to be school. What are you talking yeah. about more broad? Yeah. And I was so frustrated that, what you know, you, you get the, like the black girl cr- tearing up, oh, you know? Yes. So I left class. Yep. And didn't go back the f- for the following two weeks. Yeah. 
and had no one to talk to about it that's mm. really those those memories are really the impetus for why i started those black art sessions was really like i just wanted to talk to a black person it's like yo fred wilson's the bomb for me right mm. now mm-hmm. i'm just discovering him mm-hmm. late in his career yeah. can y'all rate his career yeah yeah and everyone's like oh great presentation ebony any questions y'all don't want to talk about fred wilson with me Fuck y'all talking about yeah. what my what my training was. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Fuck talking about how hard I worked to get here. Yeah. You don't want to. You can't penetrate that presentation. That's your excuse. Y'all don't want to talk about mining the fucking museum. Y'all don't want to talk about this black man who went into a small town institution and talked about their fucked up collecting practices. <laughs> with their racist doorstops, with their mammies Yo. on the table. You yeah. don't want to talk about it with yeah. me. I'm interested in talking about it with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. oh it was too it was too good that was the excuse girl i was like like, yeah i don't know i just yes y'all fucking uh, crazy and then to come at me for the alum shit too when you start popping off yeah don't fucking hit my line bro delete my number yo delete my fucking number my email stop sending me them fucking emails to i unsubscribe y'all bitch asses mad fucking times i don't give a fuck about no fucking shit y'all got going on there period like i don't care i don't care you know i hope someone from that institution is listening i know they are if y'all are some black and brown bodies i've already shared my email with Mm -hmm. that diversity department and some of y'all have reached out reach out if you want but it's fucked up that it's still fucked up and it was so fucked up for me that i left the country (laughs) Like, sometimes that's what it gives i I wanted honestly i wanted to dip and just go to japan yeah but but one i knew i'd probably be dealing with like more fucking weird racist shit if i went there for real but then it was also like you just need to to get i have to want to get out yeah Yeah. like i'm not i think one thing you know i had an art teacher that i'm still like best friends with when i was in middle school and she told me like you know you find what you need and you get you take that and you move forward sometimes what you need like if like for example i didn't need to stay there forever i found what i needed Mm. whether it was the courage for me to go and leave and be unapologetic about that and i remember when i left people were like yo like we'll do a petition because you know that's what cooper is like we'll fucking fight the system whatever (laughs) it's like a bunch of white let me stop um but whatever so so they wanted to do all this stuff and i was like nah like this is just not for me like i'm not i'm not here to like be in this war um that's what's fucked up with the war though it's like the same with me it's they wanted to accept me with my lack of art history and thinking they were kind of supporting i was the only black person in this program yeah yeah. but y'all don't understand what what it takes for people like that to get there yeah you have no support Mm -hmm. in your system Mm -hmm. for someone Mm -hmm. like us like Mm -hmm. there's no one for me to talk to there's no one to realize that I have to work while I'm in that school. That is the key. And they're like, we need to set you some office hours. And I was like, I got, I have a job. Yeah. They're like, oh no. And I was like, oh no. No, for you. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. I yeah. have to be at my job at that date in yeah. that exact time frame. So unless y'all want to give me money yeah. for this office hour that I have as a TA, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, Y'all don't understand what that means. To, anyways, I, I, no I feel so traumatized just thinking about that. Struggle. I mean, that's you know the thing. I mean? Like, like, I think now what what I've what I've gone, you know, that shit was very traumatizing for me, too. But the way I look at it now is 
I'm so happy that right now I'm able to do the work that I wanted to do and was maybe trying to do or couldn't do there. But I've understand this and it's very this is very important to me. I'm not making shit for these people. Mm-hmm. I'm not and and these people meaning not just like white people, like all types of people who are part of that world. Mm-hmm. The art world, capital A art world. Mm-hmm. I'm so like so detached from that and i understand the language and i and i that's what i learned from working at the gallery mm-hmm. um i know that i can be not so open sometimes i need to stop clenching my ass cheeks and just loosen up a little bit but one thing that brings me joy and is the reason why i keep going is because i know i'm making this shit for my homies like mm. i'm making it the people now that i get critiques from are people who have no idea what the fucking art world is people who are just i grew up with and I know this person knows me so well. And I know I know that person so well because I love them. And we share the same ideas. Mm-hmm. So why not get a fucking critique from them? Totally. Like, w- what's the point? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to go talk to the white girl who paints plants. I could talk to my homegirl who fucking, you know, listens to the same shit as me every day, dresses like me, talks like me, you know, how they connect to it because that's what I'm making it for, you know? Like, yeah. I, wanna, I want my grandmother or women like my grandma to be able to, walk into a gallery or walk into a, a space showing artwork and like have reason and like know that they're walking into there to experience this thing but i don't think that a woman like my grandma has ever felt like she was supposed like she doesn't even know what that is yeah and I've, obviously if she had the opportunity to learn it but also if there was something there that she was connected with so like i'm making shit for the hood bitches you know like i'm trying to make shit for for the women who raised me for the women who look like me for the commute for my fucking lesbian community. Like mm. I could care less if like the New York times writes about it. That's another thing you said with the like New York times. It's like yeah, man, fuck people, that. people want to talk to you. Like that's, that's another thing. Somebody was like talking, it's like introducing me to someone. They're like, yeah, this is Aya. Like she just had an article in the New York times. I'm like, no bitch. I'm Aya. Yeah. No New York Times. I've been Aya before the New York Times or Vogue or whoever the fuck, you know, like that, you know, someone like I DM'd a friend in the art world about mm-hmm. this, my, my gripe with the New York Times and DMX. Oh, God. Obituary. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, yo, these old institutions and the New York Times. And he was like, oh, I want to talk to you about what you mean about that. And I didn't reply because I was like, I don't have time to yeah. Get into diatribe it. on Instagram. But old institutions are like basically every working part of the world finance mm-hmm. you know business mm-hmm. education art world journalism journal like journalism you you aspire you these old institutions that were set up these aspirations with the new york times where's the black editor yeah it's 2021 it's fucking nuts bro like you have a headline for dmx that says swaggering but troubled for this nigga who changed lives. Also, and listen, such a great story. Like his, it's, it's just such he's a such great, he's a he's a oh, he's man. an icon though. He's an icon for his story, like his storytelling, his triumphs. Bro, this dude was a fucking poet, fucking actor, like all around MVP. Like, come and on, it, you know what? And I can't fault people for not everyone needs to know the ins and outs of every icon. Of course, like me, I look to the press to tell me. You tell me about that white woman I didn't know yeah. about who was a great writer and yeah. died. I never read. <laughs> yeah. Great. Let yeah. me read about that yeah. shit. You should be delivering the stories of this great icon. Yeah. 
who yeah. some people didn't know about. He was a fucking. He was troubled like any other sy- any like other fucking person, black yeah. person who succumbs to your racism was troubled. We're all troubled in that fucking yeah. system. Don't give that title. To I mean I'm, I'm feeling very angry right now no, just thinking yeah. about it. It's like, you give that title and don't appreciate why you're associating that title with a black person mm-hmm. who perishes from our fucking culture. Mm-hmm. That's that's it's it's traumatizing for yeah. us. This nigga did things. Right, Rough Riders oh wearing the God. RR. I had an RR sweatshirt. Hell what yeah. it meant. My girl, my girl Tanil, we were such annoying bitches, man. We used to get into some trouble. Shout out to Neil and Monique if you're listening. <laughs> I did live a different life yeah. at some time, and Rough Riders for me in that moment was proof that you could gang up with your own kind mm-hmm. and be proud of that mm-hmm. shit. Like, right about that. Yeah. What did it mean to gang up that was not gang gang in yeah. the white eyes? Yeah. It was like us being a community and how that and community being loud still and proud and it still exists. The people who came outside, a hundred percent, all that type of shit. What's it like to acclimate Yo. after you've been in the fucking house yeah. and you come out? Yep. What is it like to be and in, you open in, a, out you here? had a fucking garden and you fucking talking about plants and shit. You talk, you grow orchids. Whoa, you grow orchids. It's like y'all don't know me. My fucking brother was incarcerated. Yeah. What like what it means for incar- families who deal with incarceration and addiction and struggle and yes. what DMX said about that shit like. If you are not a family that is black or of color and you didn't like if you you can't understand if you come from privilege and you, you write about DMX perishing as this act of like white supremacy you talking about a black man who was troubled he's troubled because he's fucking living yeah. in your world nigga he's trying to be a man and a success in the in the constraints that you've put in front of him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fuck the new york times yeah honestly i got written up there too you know yeah they love My to write look, they look. love to write about us all the all the like publications i think there are some that i really fuck with you know i had a hard time because i have friends who have publications or connects with certain people and they will fucking pay me yeah they will pay me whether and it's not even a licensing type thing like yeah. they will pay me for my fucking time and my words the New York Times, shout out, shout out to, I think, yeah, her name is Sandra. Like, she's amazing. The person who did the write-up, like, I fucking yeah. That's I, the I thing, her. though, the write-up. I have somebody who I want to work with on it. You know, it's like, who, get the black people to yeah, write yeah, about yeah. the things. I made sure that that's who I was talking to. That yeah. it was somebody that I could trust um, just with my words and, like, how they would be laid out in the fucking New York Times, whatever. But it was just, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm talking to her, and I'm just like, yo, like, is there any way I can get paid for this? Because I know the photographer that's about to photograph me, Naima Green, icon, is going to get paid. Mm. I know you're about to get paid for writing this, right? Is there any way for me telling my vulnerable-ass story about my life and all the work that I do and how I sit at home and make these fucking portraits of these powerful black women and what I do for them? Is there any way that I could get some coin? Is there any room in the budget? And, of course, there isn't because, you know, these systems are already in place. Yeah. And it's not, it's not any of their fault. Like, it's yeah. not the, the fucking they're working fault. For yeah, the editors, they're working for yeah. it. They got to fucking get paid. And But one thing that um, she did say, she was like, um, I wish there was more I can do. And I was like, don't even say that. Like, fight for it. Try yeah. to figure out how we can do this shit, especially right now, 2020. Y'all motherfuckers is asking black people for so much and asking for us to, like, oh. share everything last year. Literally be so vulnerable to the world and talk about the shit that we've been tired of talking about. But when we ask for a fucking coin for doing it now, 
Bitch, this is my fucking reparations, bitch. You been fucking in New York Times? Come on, yeah. yo. And it's like, I fuck with it, but but then again, it's like this fucking gold medal that's on my shoulder that I don't care. I don't wear that shit. I don't talk about... Yo, I do not talk about this shit. You know, I don't I, even update my CV, bro. I have to admit, as much as I'm ragging on the fucked up shit New York yeah. Times does... <laughs> I feel I feel good not for me being mm-hmm. in it but like when I when I curate a show or I do a show and it gets a, a write up in the yeah. times I'm proud for the artist like yeah 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 the, the breadth like the readership and the visibility mm-hmm. is huge but that's for the art world right like do a review mm-hmm. give accolades to the artist cool but the lack of care in the editorial department like y'all all like the black writers are freelance yep like get black folks in there staff yeah Yeah. just so that those headlines don't happen yeah i always say it it just it just like you know i don't know what i mean i have big dreams every time i do these like black art sessions i envision Mm -hmm. this whole class like every one of the people on the zoom are going to be famous because they're so driven (laughs) and inspiring actually i'm like just be at the table with me that's my dream Mm -hmm. be it be the one who decides who you hire yeah like get to the level of management yeah so you can that's where the change comes because yeah. once we have we don't have anyone there then nothing's gonna change yeah yeah and it's fucking infuriating anyways i feel i don't want to feel sad i feel really actually <laughs> flip, flipping that conversation a little bit yeah, i feel really it. like i always end up talking about super dark shit but that's no you know like what, the fact d- that i started that's the song with optimistic and now we're here is like fuck but it's real as to a reason as to why we need songs like yeah, Optimistic, exactly. though. You Boom. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. That's what and it is. And it's not dark. I was just going to flip it saying what's really positive is mm-hmm. that two black women are speaking about Period. that background and why we're here. Yeah. And fuck if you can decide now who you sell your work to and who mm-hmm. you show your work with yeah. and how much it sells for and where it goes. Like, that's fucking power. Yeah. And I get to invite you on my podcast. Period, poo. I'm going to just play a little bit of this as I'm about to give you some oh, quick shit. fire Stop playing with questions. Me. Everyone's favorite section of the pod. Oh, hey. shit. She's hey. an MC too, y'all. Hey. Write hey. it up. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> no, don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> she was about to go. <sighs> Y'all tell me I'm sitting right um, She was uh, about to go. Uh, you know you uh for like 16 yeah, bars. Uh, uh, that's right. Uh, woo. Yo. Hip hop. Uh, here yeah. we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, yo, here we go. I said uh, this right hey, here. Uh, hey. Uh, yo, wait, uh, run it back, run yo, it back. What, what? <laughs> All right. Oh god. Really fun. We're yo, gonna end lighthearted. <laughs> Taryn, keep that shit. <laughs> I'm gonna give you just a few rapid fire questions. Okay. Answer as quickly as possible. And just for full transparency, folks, these are not pre-recorded or written out questions. I'm also quick firing. Okay. Fuck. So, Darren, get ready to do some editing. (laughs) Okay. Ready? Go. Gold or silver? Gold. Black or white? Black. Hip-hop or gospel? Gospel. Sparkling or flat? Sparkle. Braids or flat iron? Braids. The easy ass fucking questions, bitch. What the fuck you think I'm gonna say to all this shit? Um, Give me something difficult. What's a what is your here's one that really worked last time? Give me your desert island album 
the only album you can listen to for the rest of your life. You want a hard question, bitch? Oh, fuck. Get that shit on deck. Um, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Um, that's impossible. You know I can't fucking nah, answer bitch, that. You want a hard question? What right, album? Right. You got to bring it on that island tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm bringing. Honestly, I might bring Missy Elliott um, under construction. Oh, dope. Because that'll bring me up, make me shake my ass a little bit. I'll be motivated to get I might those start coconuts working and out. shit. Yeah, like, make, a, make a shelter hell and yeah, shit. All of that. Figure out how to like desalinate that Woo! water, put on that Missy. <laughs> yeah, put on that Missy and just be going. I need the energy because who knows when I'm going to eat again, it's going to be the music. That's yeah, gonna yeah. That's a great choice. That's a great choice. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep going a little bit. Nike's. Or Adidas. Nike. Fuck, that was hard, too. <laughs> Yo, if y'all listening, it's like, it's no shade. I mean, if y'all want to send me, keep sending me stuff, it's cool. I'm going to wear it. But it's, it's Nike. Nike. If you had a role in a movie you wish you could play, mm-hmm. which role would it be? Which movie and which role? Honestly, today, DMX and Belly. That's what Word. I would, That's what I would like to do. How much did I watch those clips from, ba- from Belly yesterday and the yeah. all, all weekend? Yeah, word. That would be iconic. You know who I love in Belly? AZ. Shout out AZ and Which Sugar one is Hill. AZ? Who's AZ? He's he's Nas's like. Oh 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 yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 yeah. He was yeah. Um, yeah 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. here we go. I gotta I gotta play this now. Oh shit. Because be if ready, y'all yo. don't know this shit. This is what we're going to give you. This is what you you owe us for this shit. What's the dilly? Yo, Ebony different, son. Yo, where they find you? Where they found this bitch at? Nah, I wish I was all right with that y'all i would like to end on phone tap with my girl aya brown thank you for joining me thank you so much. it was a real pleasure to talk to you more i you know and just to give you a little not that you need the shout out but a little more insight into the invite yes this has really been driven by people who I want to talk about music more with and just know a little bit more about what brought you here into our, mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes, art world. Yeah. Because it hasn't felt like mine until 10 years later. You know, like I'm trying to figure out how it's But you're mine. doing it. It's never too late, you know? We're all doing it. and Music, I, I think, should be um, a love language. I agree. I think that that should be, that should be added. Sharing music connecting you know when you fuck with somebody when you first start talking to somebody you just like send them a song remember mixtapes mixtapes yo ringtones oh yo i'm gonna do that actually that's what i'm gonna fucking do run up the mary jakes turn it down with so yo you know you reach it's your girl i am sorry i'm not able to pick up the phone yo the vm (laughs) messages yo does anyone know what a pause tape is am i dating myself pause yeah maybe a little bit just just go it's okay so i used to do pause tapes for my vms and like would would cut up two songs but with the like pause on the cassette <laughs> and anyways bring back the voicemail message i think i'm gonna do it bring back the my mix grandmother tapes. used to hate that shit you know give your girl a mixtape you know Hell send yeah. a mixtape you know what 
I'm marking it right here. I want to make a mixtape for every guest that comes on the oh, show. Oh, shit. I need mine ASAP. I'm going to make y'all mixtapes based on our conversation. What do y'all think about that? Yo, make Patreon me a play- page, you have to pay to access, access that mixtape. <laughs> get the coin, baby. I'm going to do that. I'm no, going to like do the that. first one. I'm going to make you give a Give me a playlist. I'm going to hold you to that. I got your number. All Everybody, right. if you want um Ebony's number, I'll <laughs> uh, give it to you if she doesn't do let's it. Let's sign out. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, Aya Brown. What's yeah. up? Shout out Tom it's in the me, house. It's Tom. Shout out Montez Press. Shout Woo! out Taryn. Shout out Taryn. Hey, there she is. She's been on the iPhone this whole time. One day we'll get her in the studio. Taryn resolution. Is your co-producer, editor at large. Let's get it. She got a bun now. It was it was down a little bit before, but she got a bun. Now she getting into work. She getting into she work. She got the scrunchie in, Taryn. She on a good Wi-Fi. She looking real clear. You got the fact check going, Woo! Taryn. Yo, run it up. Yo, Google, sign her. Woo! Uh, thanks, girl.